Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Thriving Grace. We are back with another podcast, Mm -hmm. um, and we are going to be diving back into our I Am series. Yes. Um, But first, if you're new here, we have a little tradition of Abby asking a random question of the week, so take it away. I actually love this. This is my (laughs) favourite thing. Um, My question this week is, Ellie... What is your favourite scent? Scent? Mm. Okay. What smells do you like to smell? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you go first. As, as you know the question, you go first. Um, I think mine changes depending on my yeah. mood. Yeah. Because um, I have a lot of things that I really enjoy. But I'd say at the moment, my favourite smell is mm-hmm. the smell... You know when you like get off a plane and it smells okay. like a hot foreign country. Yeah, I think that's probably because I'm like missing being yeah to go somewhere. So probably that. that. That's a really good one. Mm. I agree with that. Thanks. I've kind of got two. Okay. I think one's a bit more homely. It's yeah. like a freshly baking cake, just like oh. that when it just fills the yes. house. Or or like that's a fresh a bread. Mm. Oh yeah, a bread, a bread. Mm. Or, and only people that have been to Disney know this, there is a certain smell that is actually, funnily enough, pumped through Disney to give you that kind of, wow, oh, that's a nice smell. But actually, Ooh. yeah, it has a certain smell around Disney. And every now and then I'll smell something. I'll be like, oh, that's a bit like Disney. But Ooh. I'm going to have to go back to fully yeah. relive that scent. But I that don't... is a gorgeous smell. Yeah. I don't think, I went to Disney years ago and I don't think I realized to smell but now i want to go and smell the smell yeah it's it's lovely i I stole a load of soaps from my i didn't steal them they were given to me in my hotel room but i (laughs) hide them in my suitcase time (laughs) (laughs) go repent for this but i like hid them in my suitcase so that they'd always replenish it and it has the disney smell so Um, every now and then open it back up oh no relive the memes (laughs) (laughs) right well that was good. I liked yours. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I liked your answer. Yours was Thank niche you. and I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so, um, we want to jump back into our I Am series mm-hmm. where we talk about um, because of who God is, who are we? Yeah. So this week's I Am phrase, I'm asking for a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> is i am set apart yes yes we so, are throwing it straight in what yeah. do you think it means to be set apart as a christian this has been a tricky one for me this week you know because mm-hmm. i kept thinking about there's quite a lot of different things that you can think about being set apart but the conclusion that i kind of came to was that as a christian to be set apart kind of means to live our lives based on God's desires rather than our own. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. To base (laughs) our identity in him rather than our world. And mostly, I think, to just spend our lives trying to be more like Jesus. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah, that sums it up. I think my answer to sum it up would be to be countercultural and to go mm. against what the crowd are doing yeah um 
and actually in 1 Peter 2 verse 9 I think it gives us a little bit um of a nice explanation of what that yeah. means um it says but you are not like that for you are a chosen people you are royal priests a holy nation God's very own possession as a result you can show others the goodness of God for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light yeah um so from that second half of the verse I feel like it kind of gives us a bit of an answer mm-hmm. but why do you think that God calls us to be set apart yeah um I think there's a few reasons but when I actually wanted to Google what it meant to be set apart, so I nice Googled research. We love it. Is set apart, and one of the answers that came up, it probably wasn't like a legit dictionary answer or something. It was like you know when it comes <laughs> up and it's like someone random just putting the definition. But I actually really liked it, um, yeah. and it said um, to make someone different and special. Um, and I don't know. I just really liked that because I think it's kind of what we've been looking at the whole time through this I am series is kind of about our identity and kind of who God says we are and I think for me it just kind of sums up quite well of like that idea Mm. that to God we are so special um and that is exactly why he sets us apart because of how much he loves us and I think then it made me think about the idea that they say some someone that's different because sometimes different can be seen as like a bad thing or like a weird thing but actually God calls us to be different and Mm. what I thought about most was about how he calls us in so many ways to live our lives differently um but that's not because he's like wanting to like restrain us from anything or keep us from things it's because he wants to have lives that are so fulfilling and full of joy and amazing things um so there are so there are these things that he's kind of said to us taught us of how to live that life and that is seen as being different from your average joe or judy living their life <laughs> um and when i was thinking about that i reminded me of the verse in jeremiah one <laughs> verse five um that says before i formed you in the womb i knew you before you were born i set you apart and i just love mm. that idea that even before like our parents our earthly parents knew we were there the lord knew us through and through yeah. and to me i just think that he sets us apart because we are so special to him and it's not that he just sets a few of us apart it's he sets us all apart and yeah yeah i just love that yeah, yeah 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 definitely I think um one of the things I want to clarify is as Christians when we say we're set apart or we set ourselves apart or we're like oh we're different like God doesn't allow us or encourage us in any way to use this setting apart as an excuse to think we're better than other people or to look down on other people that is not in any way why he does that yeah Um, and yeah I feel like Christians get a bit of a bad rep for doing yeah. that because you know some some people do but actually that's not what God calls us to do that's not yeah. why he calls us to be set apart um and at the end of that scripture in 1 Peter it says you can show others the goodness of God for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light and I think more the reason why we are set apart is to be a testimony um of like what God has done in our lives and he set us apart to be an example mm. of what living can be like with god Mm. um 
yeah so I think he really just calls us out to stand out um so that people can notice things different with us Mm, Um, yes and to be like oh actually they've got something different from me and Mm. I see that as a good thing yeah um how can I get that yeah um so that's why I think that God calls us to be set Mm. apart what I was Uh, thinking when you said that about um kind of people seeing that we're different is that idea that kind of God calls us to be set apart so we can kind of influence the world in a positive way um, and kind of be the lights that our world needs at times Um, and I think one thing that I'd really say about the idea of being set apart is that doesn't mean distancing yourself from the world it just means influencing it Um, Mm. and I think as well another reason that God so wants us to get this idea of being set apart is so our identity is fully set in him um because I saw this great quote which I love that says when you don't know who you are you get influence but when you know who you are in Christ you're the influencer and I literally love that um and just that sense that we have such a power to influence people in such a positive way um because we live our lives in this different way and try to be more like Jesus and I think that's definitely a reason why God calls us to be set apart so we can kind of live him out and be fill our earth with him and yeah 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 I agree um what you just said reminded me of John 17 verses 15 to 18 it says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. Yeah. Um, and just the whole thing that you said of being like, not being of the world, but being in the world. And it's not us separating, it's us infiltrating. Yeah. Um, and actually just being a representative of Jesus yeah. on earth. Um, so... I would ask you, like, what's your favourite or a significant Bible story of where mm. we notice people who are set apart doing kingdom work? Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about this for a while earlier. Um, and the one that I liked the most was from Acts chapter 4. Um, and to give a little summary, um, in chapter 4, um, Peter and John um start to kind of face some persecution from the Sadducees who at the time were the religious rulers um and they were basically getting annoyed at the apostles for performing miracles and kind of sharing Jesus into Jerusalem um and then in verse 13 it says this which I just love that says when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled ordinary men they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus and I just love that Mm. sense that like they just even though they were kind of being beaten down for going against the grain and going against kind of what the main religion and what everyone else was doing people weren't like oh they're being weird people were they knew that it was because they had been um spending time with Jesus and I think a lot sometimes we can what you were kind of saying about that we can kind of 
use it as this thing of thinking that we're better than each other or like we get a bit of a rep for people thinking like oh they think they're so great because they are set apart or whatever um Mm. and sometimes it can be our tendency to pray like god please set me apart and please would people notice something different about me and people would people see me as like this really different thing but actually as well and good as that is I think what I'd say our focus should more be on and this is definitely something that I've learned is the point isn't just for people to notice that something's different about us but to notice who it is that's made us different yeah not just see and be like oh that person's really different because they're really nice or they're really kind or they're really generous like our main goal should kind of be when people look at us to be like they're just so full of Jesus and I know that they're different because they're following Jesus one thing that I saw was this idea that our goal shouldn't be to look like the world it should be to look like Jesus and just to kind of being set apart just means like really following and learning who Jesus is and just trying to be more like him and that's something that we're kind of told a lot but I think it's one of those things that's a cliche that we should definitely take on board (laughs) because it's true yeah no I love that I love that a lot I've um been doing I've been creating a bible study on Esther Mm. this week for my youth group um and I realized I'd never actually read Esther I like have heard about her and the story yeah but I'd never actually read it and sat down and read it which is crazy to me because like I feel like she's one of those gals in the bible that everyone just goes oh you should be an Esther or like you know what I mean it's just Mm, just one of them um so it's crazy to me that I hadn't read it but actually I feel like she's such a great example of where God has like placed favor upon her and actually where she's gone against the cultural norms like where she risked her life even doing that but actually she succeeded in his plans because she was set apart for a purpose. Yeah. Um, so I found that a really great example yeah. of doing this. Um, and if you haven't read the book of Esther, I recommend it because <laughs> I've just found out it's great. Um, but yeah, so I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So taking what we've learned from these Bible stories, mm-hmm. um, what things do you think that we need to do as Christians to be set apart? I think one thing that a few years ago I really learned was like that idea of you kind of sometimes can get into the habit of like sectioning off your life into different things um and like if you're in school being like okay this is like my school life this is my home life this is my church life or whatever and for me when I fully got the idea of being set apart and just trying to live out every day to be like Jesus so people could see that within me was a few years ago when we were in youth um I used to gave a talk on you know the story with the mustard seed yeah yeah that's um, a good one I did that the mustard seed just like overtakes everything and literally grow through walls um yeah. and that we can kind of treat our lives a bit like these different patches of land and yeah we'll just kind of plant ourselves into different parts and then but be a different thing in different parts etc but the idea that we should actually just be like this one single mustard seed that is like the tiniest seed ever but it has such power and when he when we had this talk I was actually like my life is a scam (laughs) 
um but actually like it's so true that like even though we're so minute in terms of like the amount of people that are on this planet we can make such a big difference um and I think there's so many areas of life that we can be set apart and it's kind of knowing that it can be you can be set apart in every area of life because I think sometimes I've been a bit got into the habit of thinking I can only be set apart in a few different things but it's actually in like everything and I think like whether that's relationships work with social media yeah that we can be set apart in kind of every area of life and every aspect and kind of having that sense of authenticity about ourselves I think Mm -hmm. is really important um and trying to kind of keep true to yourself I think rather than trying to like create a bit of a facade of who you are because I think what reminded me of that was reading that verse in Acts where they're literally like they knew that they had been with Jesus and I think sometimes in life especially in like school and stuff I tried to cover that bit but actually that's not me being authentic because then at church I'm like or at youth or something I'm like showing everyone that I'm so such a Jesus follower but yeah. actually like it's so important to just really live it out into every aspect even when it seems uncomfortable and hard to yeah go against what others may be doing but yeah yeah. definitely I totally agree with the fact that like it really should just infiltrate every area of our Mm -hmm. lives our faith and we should be set apart in every area um I think some of the areas that people will notice you being set apart most one of the areas is definitely your relationships and your friendships Mm -hmm. like the way you treat other people like yeah good solid deep friendships that are like unshakable like yes they do happen outside of the church but actually mm-hmm. my most deep rooted friendships are the ones that we have Jesus in common yeah um because we just have that like whole life aim pillar mm-hmm. rock um yeah. in common um but actually I think from those we can learn how we can treat other people mm, yeah um, for sure and I think where people have most noticed that there's something different in me is when I've been a friend to a person that wasn't necessarily a friend to me, or I've stood by a friend that ne- wasn't necessarily the best of friends to me. Yeah. Um, and I think in that sense, you really start to be set apart and it's so humbling and it's so rewarding. Um, not necessarily from that person you get the rewards but Mm. just from knowing that you've been a friend to that person and they've needed it um so I think in that sense I think in relationships like you can really be set apart in the way that you are um like other couples will notice that um Mm. and then I think the second area that I think people really will notice it is with your money yeah Um, and I know we're all at different stages especially like from our audience like we've got a lot of students got a lot of workers like you know what I mean but the way that you deal with your money because it is such a motivator in our world Mm. like when you are generous above and beyond when you're outrageously generous and when you offer people to pay for their drink or you tithe or you give to a homeless person like when you do that people notice because people notice what you do with your money because it's such a motivator um I think that's one way that we can really be set apart obviously we're all in different financial positions but I really think that that is a way that people notice 
mm. what you're doing. I just want to throw a little rogue question. But considering the Black Lives Matter movement, how do you think as Christians we're meant to respond to, to it with the mindset of being set apart? How I think as Christians we should respond to the whole Black Lives movement and everything that's going on at the moment is just to really fill our world with love and I think mm. we are told so much in the Bible about how Jesus just poured out love to everyone and I think that is kind of the thing that people are struggling with is that we just have this idea that we can only love people who either look the same as us or who are from the same place or whatever but actually it's so not how we're called to live um mm. we are called to just have unfailing unshakable love for everyone and I think obviously we kind of act that out in life in terms of if someone is like your friend and they like go against you and you can see that I've still got to love them but actually there's this part that as Christians we can sometimes miss of the idea that Jesus loved everyone and saw everyone the same and Jesus is for everyone and I think that's been the thing that I've been really thinking about over the last little while mm. of this idea that like Jesus is for everyone there's so yeah. we have such a diverse kind of culture in who follows Jesus and in the kind of Christian world there's so so much diversity and I literally love that so much and yeah. it's so amazing and I think it's just such a true representation of exactly how Jesus wanted it to be that it wasn't just for one person or for a specific group of people it's for everyone then we should know that too and we should just really try and kind of throw that truth further than just people who are Christian and who maybe are kind of not as accepting to different cultures or something because I think we are quite good at sharing it to people who can kind of get it but it's actually going one step further than that and speaking up and it is that it's like the perfect example of being set apart of really showing how to love no matter what and I think that's the thing that not everyone does because kind of people think that you can only love people who you like really know and everything but it's actually kind of with Jesus it's the opposite and he yeah and I think that's the important thing to remember and that's how we should be responding to this with just such so much love yeah. and compassion and understanding and love in the terms of how we speak and how we respond and using our words wisely and with love and also treating people with love and just listening with love and just everything I think yeah yeah, yeah. I agree I read something recently that was like we all want to be God and we all want to only love things in our own image but yeah. actually we don't have the breadth that mm -hmm. God does um, so actually it's just like dealing with things in humility yeah um, I think that's the only way we're going to get through this is to, in using to, is through humility yeah um, yeah just knowing that we are not God and that we you know we're not better than anyone else we don't have all the knowledge we don't have all the truth we don't have all the love and actually in humility being like I may have done wrong things yeah. and actually repent and be like I'm sorry and then asking god to fill us with love and yeah. literally just what you said just filling us up with love and compassion for people mm. around us um but i think it all stems from that truth that we actually all do want to be our own god and yeah it's hard to understand what's not in our image but mm. actually we're all in god's 
Yeah. Um, and so if mm. we, in order to understand that, we need to go to God. Yeah, um, I agree. And that's how we're going to get through it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So my last question is, yeah. how can we live out being set apart when society pulls us into following the world? So this is the whole idea of being in the world, but not of the world. Do you have any tips? Um, I think my biggest tip, and I feel like I keep saying this tip on literally every single one that we've done is surrounding yourself with really great people and as you said like when you have such deeply rooted friends because you have the kind of shared pillar of God between you in that relationship I think and that whole idea of that sometimes we can just find ourselves kind of just trying to float with the grain rather than Mm. because it seems scary to go against it but actually kind of having people there to just really encourage you and people who just kind of get what it means to be different because sometimes I have such great friends who aren't followers of Jesus and I love them so much. Um, But they don't get it quite as much. Um, And sometimes it means going against the grain, even with them of opinions that they have or things that they do. And obviously it's so amazing to have friends like Ellie here who Mm -hmm. get it and who know what it's like to have to kind of go against things a bit differently, which can sometimes be really difficult, but actually it's so good to have people that encourage you and who just kind of spur you on to do that to just get you closer to Jesus and what he wants so that's my number one piece of advice but there's obviously so many things but that's my like number one thing yeah I think that would be my number one thing too Mm. I think my second if I was to have one would be um to have to find yourself a mentor or just someone Mm. that's a few steps older than you or a few steps ahead of you in this journey of faith yeah um, because they keep you accountable yeah. I can't like count the amount of times that I've had someone to be like Ellie how are you doing with this how yeah. are you doing like with things like when I'd go to uni and you know there's such a big drinking culture around there I had someone to be like oh Ellie like how are you dealing with that drinking culture and how yeah. are you being like set apart from that culture yeah. um so I think that would be my yeah I don't know I think it'd be joint first with just having great community yeah. you need someone you need people to do life with but you need yeah. people to also keep you accountable to that yeah yeah for sure and like encourage you and keep you accountable yeah I agree yeah 100% Amazing. great wow yeah thanks for joining us yes thanks for listening we will see you next week for another great podcast and as always follow our instagram at thrive.com in dot grace for more fun things perfect yes great so we'll see you next week see you then bye, bye.